Welcome to the 3D Parent Podcast. My name is Bevan Walters, your host and founder of The 3D Parent. I'm a certified parent coach and have spent the last decade living my calling in life, helping parents navigate the tough stuff like tantrums, sibling conflict, screen time overload, and managing the transition into the teenage years. My purpose is to provide you with the tools you need as a parent to lead with dignity, direction, and deep connection in your family relationships. My goal in creating the 3D Parent Podcast is to inform, empower, and increase confidence in parents so they can trust their instincts and make the best decisions possible for their families. For these reasons, I've rated this podcast FPEO for parents' ears only. Parenting is challenging, but you don't have to do it alone. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the 3D Parent Podcast. So for today's episode, I thought I would do something a little different. A year into pandemic parenting. And I put out five questions to many different areas from my 3D Parent Facebook groups to other organizations or groups or social media connections that I have to collect your thoughts, your reflections, parents, on what you have learned, what you hope to never experience again, potential silver linings and whatnot that you have gained during this year of pandemic parenting. This, by the time this episode releases, it's been a year since at least where I live in Seattle, where the schools closed and we kind of started the real experience of so much change and so much unknown as part of everyday life. It was originally supposed to be two weeks that uh, the schools are going to be closed and we're going to have this lockdown as far as restaurants and stores and reduced hours. And then that two weeks turned to six weeks and that six weeks eventually ended up being the rest of the school year. And then the summer kind of ebbed and flowed in terms of what was available, what was open. And then the new school year came and here we are in mid-March and it's been a year. And boy, has it been a year to be a parent. So I thought, that it would be really interesting to hear the perspectives from parents. And I have really wonderful perspectives to share with you today from a wide variety of parents, from both moms and dads, from parents, um, many of whom I know, but some others I don't know. Some are also in the United States. Some are in other countries. So for me, I found it very interesting and helpful to hear some shared experiences, but then also things that I hadn't considered or experiences that I could now be empathetic towards other people's way of looking at this year of pandemic parenting. So here are the five questions that I asked. The first was, what has been the hardest part of parenting during this last year? The second was, what has or have been your family's silver linings? The third question, is there anything you hope to continue when more typical life returns? Meaning anything that you started doing differently 
during the pandemic that you think, oh, actually, I'd like to continue doing that um, once there's less restrictions and life is a bit more typical or recognizable. Um, I know return to normal, we're told again and again, is not going to happen. But when we think about life past all the restrictions due to the pandemic, um, the fourth question, if you could go back to March 2020 and offer your past self any advice, what would it be? And then the fifth question was anything you never want to see or do or hear again in post-pandemic time. Again, more focused on parenting-related items. So I'm going to start off by kind of just reading the different responses from the parents who contributed, and I will, in the end, go ahead and share my own thoughts and responses to the five questions some of these I edited down just in terms of length. I also removed any personal identifying features like people's specific names. I let everybody know that I may be sharing these and I would be doing so anonymously. But these are all the words of people who contributed and gave me their responses to these questions. These are their words, not mine. So again, the first question was, what has been the hardest part of parenting during this last year? Here are the responses. Feeling like we are disappointing the dudes every time we have to let them know something else is canceled. Keeping all angles with the kids and us parents motivated and balanced daily. Trying to explain to two young kids why they can't see their friends. How to keep active kiddos meaningfully active. Not having a break from the kids to recharge. I had to decrease my hours at work due to lack of childcare. Trying to keep my son from becoming feral. <laughs> lack of places to go and things to do, particularly in inclement weather. I miss children's museum, library, live theater, going to the movies, so many things. The hardest thing about this year has been the lack of interactions between kids. It's just not the same over a Zoom meeting. No breaks in parenting for long periods of time was the hardest for us. Balancing social time when it has been available in between various lockdowns. By balance, I mean both fitting in kids' social time, family time, and time for myself with friends without kids. The hardest part was learning how to adapt my parenting approach when I became chronically ill after my acute COVID-19 symptoms subsided. I realized my spouse and I needed to reevaluate our prior division of labor patterns. Being available physically and mentally, I had multiple needs pulling for my attention, 80 employees and 150 consultants depending upon me to solve a path through for our family business. I worked from home for about 90 days, so navigating home but working balance was tough. I wanted to be everywhere, everything for everyone, actually tried and burnt out. Some really, really thought-provoking responses. Thank you so much to those of you whose responses I read. Thank you for contributing to that question. The second question, what has or have been your family's silver linings? Being together. Before all of this, our calendar looked insane. Now, if there's one thing scheduled for the whole week, we are like, wow, looks busy. It's been so nice to have dinners together and not be running from place to place. 
Finding a new appreciation for those around us, family and friends. Also knowing if we do our part, that one day we will gain a new and safer way of living. Being creative with my little loves. Spending more time together, praying more together as a family. Having time together to consistently work on our interpersonal relationships, namely speaking to each other with kindness and working out disputes. Finding out feral isn't all that bad. I've been really conscious and grateful that my kids have a sibling, built-in playmate, during these isolated times and getting a dog, we adopted an English bulldog in May, was one of the best things we did this year. I've also never been so grateful for our large, by Seattle standards, yard. Silver lining is that the kids still have each other to interact with. It's got to be tough on an only child. There have been so many silver linings as far as parenting, with the both of us home a lot more now that my husband is home during the day. If something's happening, I can sometimes interrupt him for advice. I really enjoyed the extra quality time with our son, knowing his age doesn't last long, and we have the privilege to do this, so at the same time recognizing that privilege and feeling very blessed. Part-time homeschooling. I'd wanted to homeschool since my oldest, now in grade two, entered kindergarten. My husband and I never seen eye to eye on schooling. I was raised in a Christian homeschooled family and he in a secular public school family. Mandatory all day masking has had us agree that we see the benefits of school for the morning and homeschool for the afternoon. We are blessed to have a school that supports this with no issues or red tape. My silver lining, time with my daughter. I have been a full-time stay-at-home mom since my daughter's birth, and my COVID-19 experience last spring strengthened my desire to be with my daughter as much as possible in her formative years. Struggling to breathe in an MRI machine confirmed how fleeting and sacred life is. I have cherished every moment with my daughter in a new and profound way. Going outdoors, our garden, fresh air on our month morning walks to get going and simply being outside in nature. Following the seasons was marvelous with my six to seven year old over the last 12 months. I always seek silver linings. There were so many this last year. I saw my boys so much more, popping out of my office for lunch, front yard breaks, etc. I realized the blessing of my wife being home full time and how amazing of a mother she is. For me personally, as a parent, there were many experiences that developed attributes of mine further from the experience alone, specifically patience, adaptability, self-efficacy, and situational awareness. Looking at the third question, is there anything you hope to continue when more typical life returns? And again, I put typical in quotation marks, <laughs> meaning more typical than we're currently experiencing in this current stage of pandemic in March, 2021. So here are your responses to anything you hope to continue or carry over when more typical life returns. We watched whole series of some shows together and it was nice to have that quiet time, hoping we can still find things we all enjoy as a family. Keeping it fresh in our minds, what got us and the world to this point, never taking things for granted so as not to repeat hand sanitizing and washing frequently, not overscheduling our lives, 
owning our feralness, being more mindful of how much we pack out schedules. I have gone back in my calendar and compared the same month year to year. For example, December 2019 versus December 2020. And I was floored by how many appointments, classes, and other scheduled things we had filling our days compared to now. A middle ground sounds nice. Nope, this year has been worse than military conflict for me. Knowing when to say no to extracurricular functions that do not serve us as a family, not having the added pressure to do all the things has helped my parenting. I hope to continue homeschooling, prioritizing social visits, reaching out to working parents in our community to help with occasional childcare. I hope to continue to collaborate with other parents to advocate for a child allowance, community childcare options, and other policies that honor young children and their caregivers. Working from home, not all the time, perhaps once or bi-weekly meetings in the office to make a change, but before we often struggled with family life, both parents are academics and working full time. And since the quote, calm down, we call it, we do not anymore. It brought us closer together, if anything. Intentional family dinner, special time, which is one hour per boy before bed, alternating nights between parents. My wife and I giving each other breaks to do neighborhood walks, reading, solo time. Oh, and washing hands. Great new habit for all. Hey there, parents. Are you tired of feeling like your kids are in charge at home, negotiating, demanding, and generally calling all the shots? Well, then I have a free resource for you called 10 Steps to Get Back in Charge of Your Kids. Just click the link below to download your own copy. Let's get you back in the driver's seat. My fourth question again was, if you could go back to March 2020 and offer your past self any advice, what would it be? To tell myself everything is going to be canceled, so stop trying to make impossible things happen. And lean into this simpler family life. Be grateful for the time you are getting with your kids who are on the brink of independence. Understanding the stock market more and show even more appreciation to those that work with our children, not only teachers, but other essential important life models to our children, like coaches and other providers. You don't need to wipe down your groceries. It's okay to be vulnerable. Check in on people often. Don't skip a day of exercise. You will feel better for it. Buy a lot of wine. You don't really need to spend 30 minutes taking a Clorox wipe to the packaging of every item in your six bags of groceries. Be as patient as you can be with schooling. The Zoom meetings and all the emails are important. Parenting-wise, I would say not to stress about doing schoolwork in the beginning of the shutdown. I think my husband and I should have been more intentional about some of the things we did during this time, so I would tell us to sit down and talk more about how to operate during such a time as this. But it's always hindsight is 2020. Advice to 2020 me. Be prepared for anything. Toilet paper, food, library books, and anything else. Have a plan ready to use spare time wisely at a moment's notice. Things change fast. Advice. Keep a well-stocked pantry. 
trust your instincts. When people push against your desire to protect and care for your family, push back. Focus on what you can control and plan as much as you can for what you cannot. Do it again, exactly the way you did. You've done well. We survived, bonded, struggled together, and we'll get through this together. But towards the end, it will be getting harder to keep everything up and everyone happy. So prepare for it. Stay open to change and practice learnability. It's a new world, regardless of what you hear and see. Set expectations for this to be a year, not weeks or months. Remain thankful, get exercise, build a close group to be social with at some level, and buy $50,000 in GameStop stock. And then my fifth question again was anything you never want to see, do, or hear again post-pandemic? Again, parenting related. The sad pandemic-themed commercials on TV. Faces of scared kids. I never want to see that again. Sanitize our hands so often they crack and bleed. My middle daughter felt unsafe at a friend's house because they were so shaming about how people who were dealing with the lockdown differently than they were. I don't want to witness the division being put on kids. This quote, do you have your mask? Every time we leave the house. Also buying masks, adjusting masks, washing entire loads of masks as its own laundry category. I would rather not have any of the meltdowns ever again that we had about mommy school last spring. That was not pleasant. Feeding everyone three times a day for endless months was tough, but again, very privileged to have been able to do that and not worry about not having enough food, which I recognize a lot of people did. Heartbreaking. Never again, too much screen time under the guise of, quote, there's nothing else to do, quote. Never again will I take the season of my life for granted. Fauci, Trump, Tiger King, anything that reminds me of the year. I'd also be okay seeing my boys on their tablets less. But seriously, as much as the year is framed by the pandemic and the tragic loss and pain across the globe, the events of the year that will have long-term impact on our society, I hope is more centered on social justice, equality, and again, hopefully subsequent healing through genuine change. As a parent, these topics matter and inform future generations to be better. The pandemic was coincidentally the same year. And while we instill the importance of empathy, care and human connection because of the pandemic, I hope the takeaway of the year a decade from now is the turning point in a country with core flaws that requires deep change. So those were all of your responses. And I just want to say thank you so much for contributing and adding your perspectives and your lessons and your voice to this reflection a year into pandemic parenting. I really appreciated hearing what you had to say. It made me stop and think. And I'm going to go ahead and now add my own responses. And I could have written paragraphs and pages and maybe done an entire episode on each and every one of these questions. So these are just kind of a slice and kind of one of the main things that I think of when I thought about my own response to these very same questions I put out to you. So for me, these are my responses. 
Number one, what has been the hardest part of parenting during this last year? For me, not identifying and meeting my own needs to stay emotionally healthy so that I could consistently act upon my parenting intentions and in turn, consistently meet the needs of my children. In particular, in particular, I sometimes failed to make space for the multitude of noisy, messy, inconvenient expressions of emotions coming from my children. In particular, my stuck children who were at times alarmed, frustrated, angry, and needed to be supported while I helped them get unstuck and unpack their underlying sadness, find their tears and healing. By not identifying my own needs and taking care of myself, I sometimes reacted, then felt badly, then did the work to repair, problem solve, and reset my intention to do better, but then found myself in a repeat of the cycle more often than I care to admit. While stuck in survival mode, that has been a large part of pandemic parenting for me. My second response to my second question, what has or have been your family's silver linings? Well, I went ahead and just kind of talked about my own personal silver lining. The one that I would say, there's been lots, but the one I would say for me really feels like the biggest gift. Due to an abundance of time, I feel like I understand my children, their needs, and how to make sense of their behaviors with a whole new level of accuracy that has led to being better able to support them in their growth and development. This is especially true for my oldest daughter, who is 16. To say that our relationship has strengthened and grown to where it is right now, a little over a year from when she will likely leave for college, to call this a silver lining is a gross understatement. This is a precious gift beyond measure. Although we were in what I would consider a good place at the start of the pandemic, as far as a relationship, I could never have imagined how we'd be a year later, so much more like a deep and meaningful friendship than I anticipated having and hoped to have later on when my daughter was an adult. I've been delighted to be experiencing some of the early fruit of that type of relationship much earlier. My third response to my third question, is there anything you hope to continue when more typical life returns? For me, more forced family togetherness. <laughs> we took an RV trip. That was forced family togetherness, all right. We spent time at our tiny cabin where there's not a lot of space to spread out and has a pretty terrible internet connection. So it's not as easy for kids, especially teenagers, to escape to uh, virtual worlds <laughs> that they often do when we're home. We've taken long car rides. All of these have resulted in memories and inside jokes and relationship growth between siblings and us as an entire family. And it's rare to find those things, especially when you have a large family with a large, in our case, 10 and a half year age spread between our oldest and youngest children. So the simple things like board games, movie nights, campfire sing-alongs, and just general music making, those rank among the highlights that have come from this, quote, forced family togetherness. And then uh, my fourth question and my personal response, if you could go back to March 2020 and offer your past self any advice, what would it be? My advice, this is not going to be a quick 
uncomfortable sprint, you are preparing for a marathon that will stretch you and push you beyond your capacity. So stop delaying the work you need to do to address your emotional health and well-being. Go line yourself up now with a mental health professional as soon as possible. Get yourself a therapist, a counselor, and take care of yourself so you can show up for your children. Work on identifying your triggers, what wounds, traumas, unfinished maturing needs to be dealt with. As I said before, and we'll say now, children do not cause triggers or push our buttons. They are not responsible for our emotional reactions to feelings of frustration. That's on us parents. When we keep on reacting, lashing out, and say or do things that we know are emotionally wounding to our kids and can't stop ourselves, we need to do the work to heal whatever is within ourselves that needs healing so we no longer take those wounds and pass them on to our kids. Uh, my fifth, anything you never want to see, do, or hear again, parenting related. Okay, I recognize that this is not 100% specifically parenting related, but nevertheless, this does come around to being parented related. And you'll hear my thoughts on this here. Anything you never want to see, do, or hear again. For me, it's these phrases. Quote, during these unprecedented times, or the quote, during this time of uncertainty, seriously, it's been a year. And I think we now have set a precedent of how a pandemic is going to look, feel, and play out. Excuse my words, but it's gonna look like a total shit show. <laughs> and so now maybe we can just call it a pandemic mode and no longer unprecedented times. And we all know what that means. And about that quote, time of uncertainty, if there is anything I've learned, it's that nothing is ever certain. Parenting is a great lesson in this. Pandemic parenting is a masterclass. You can make all of the plans you want, but that doesn't mean they're going to work out. Life is uncertain. So again, let's cool it with the quote, time of uncertainty because to write or speak as if life was ever certain is a lie. And it distracts from what this time period of pandemic parenting should have reminded us all of. The truth that time with those we love, especially our children, isn't ever certain or guaranteed. So let's stay present and absorb that truth so that it doesn't take another, quote, period of unprecedented uncertain times to wake us back up to the gift of each and every day with our families and loved ones, no matter what it brings. So those are my thoughts to kind of add to the conversation. I'm hoping that I'll hear more thoughts from all of you on social media. Um, I'd love to hear any of you who didn't contribute to this specific episode. I would still love to hear your thoughts, your perspectives. So please share them on the different various outlets of social media on uh, Facebook and on Instagram, on the 3D Parent sites. Please share your ideas and thoughts and add your voice to this conversation because I think it's one that is really worth having and reflecting upon because there's so many lessons that we all have learned parenting through this time of the pandemic. So let's keep talking about it and reflecting and learning and sharing with each other um, because I've, I've learned a lot from your perspectives and it's made me think a little bit more about 
mine and what I want to kind of take away and, and reflect upon moving forward, parenting, hopefully outside of a period of pandemic. And then should we be in a similar time period like a future pandemic? Let's hope not, but it could happen or any other type of big crisis that is happening in our world, then we might have a different perspective moving forward based on what we've experienced during this year of pandemic parenting. Thank you once again for joining me on the 3D Parent Podcast. I hope you will join me on future episodes and take care. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to the 3D Parent Podcast. I hope it has provided you with the inspiration you need for building stronger relationships with your children and trusting your instincts when it comes to parenting. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered on the podcast, or if you'd like one-on-one parent coaching, head over to the3dparent.com and click the contact tab to send me your question. If today's discussion empowered your parenting, please be sure to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and a review. Also, I'd love to connect with you on social media. So take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at the3dparent. I look forward to meeting you here again next week on the 3D Parent Podcast.